This is episode 12 of Amplified Marriage. Today we are talking about work-marriage balance. Welcome to another episode of Amplified Marriage. My name is Brian. My name is Natalie. Whatever you're doing, wherever you are, grab a coffee, grab a tea, grab a Red Bull or a chai latte, whatever it is that you're doing, have a seat. And we are just going to be having a conversation today. Someone asked us the question, how do you have a good marriage and work-life balance? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and truthfully, this is an ever present ongoing <laughs> conversation conversation with us um i love what i do i'm a pastor i love what i do and being at work and doing my job and being with people and working with the worship teams and spending time doing all those things really isn't a stress for me um there's stressful moments just like any job mm-hmm. but i love being uh, able to invest into people's lives and see people grow and mature uh, so for me, it's not a real struggle being there, right? but I don't vacation or take a breather very well. No. So much so that my pastor and my wife oftentimes will collude onto <laughs> forcing me to take holidays. That's right. The last three years have been an interesting exercise in me being told by my lead pastor, Brian, take holidays now. That's uh, right. And... <laughs> And I'm so thankful for that because uh, apparently my saying it doesn't quite tip the balance for you to want to take your holidays. You Like it has to be forced. And it's not even that it's forced. It's just like it's almost you hear it from someone else and it's almost like, oh, yeah, you're right. I got to take those. And mm-hmm. it's, even when the HR department's like, Brian, take your holidays. I'm like, oh, pff, I'll just ignore that. And then Natalie's saying, take your holidays and I'll just ignore that. Um, and... So it's been, but it's not just the current. No, this has been a struggle. Uh, Maybe not so much in the first year of marriage, but definitely from then on. Well, do you want to know why in the first year of marriage? That it wasn't a struggle? Yeah. Were you not working? (laughs) Yeah. So I didn't have a job. I lost my job or had a part time (laughs) job shortly after we got married. So, really, thanks for bringing that up, though. And you know why this wasn't a struggle? I thought it was a trick question. So I didn't have a job at the very beginning. So that was the one year we didn't struggle um, with being me having a work-life balance. Or <laughs> taking your holidays. Because I had none. I was working part-time and then I got a full-time job. And even then I got a full-time job. They're not giving me holidays. So the dark days of the beginning of a relationship is when I actually didn't struggle with holidays. And Except, taking a Well, break. yeah, for that first year. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> So I think what what we want to get to here is that we're struggling as she laughs hilariously over beside me is that the work-life balance, and we've heard this said before, I've been to leadership training, um, even when I was doing uh, university courses for conflict resolution and HR and things like this, work-life balance is a bit of a myth. Mm-hmm. The reason being uh, is because they often show you a scale where your perfect balance is in the middle and left to right is family. And then the other side is work. And then you're somewhere in the middle and it really doesn't balance out that way. No. Realistically. Yeah. 
oftentimes your job, I'm spending eight hours a day of my job at wherever I happen to be uh, doing what I'm doing. And then sometimes you're working evenings and especially as a pastor, you're doing training in the evenings or you're doing live worship like we've been doing during COVID. And it, yeah, it can easily turn into a 24-7 job. Right. And it can it turn into a 24-7 job. Mm-hmm. And there was something that you used to always say. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know if I like said it more very than nicely. once. Oh, it wasn't very nice. No, I know that. But I'm I glad th- we acknowledged this. I think I, I remembered for sure on one occasion me saying um, just where the balance was off. Just, how... just once? You only remember once. Oh, maybe it was more than once. Wow. <laughs> I didn't remember wow. you had no job in the first year either. So um, you give more priority to the church than to our marriage. Um, and that stung to say it, although it was true, as I'm sure it was stung to hear it. And I believe you were going out to a volleyball situation. Yeah, nothing even really. Not that church related or anything like that, but I just really felt like the priority was to make sure that everyone else was taken care of and like everyone else's bucket was full. Yeah. And then that just left myself and the kids with your leftovers. Yeah. Which is good. Which wasn't the intention. And that's the thing about uh, men sometimes in their jobs or maybe even women that are more um, more of the breadwinner. Sometimes there's just a a task and a thing that I see and sometimes I don't see around it. It's not yeah. that I'm pushing family aside. I know a lot of men that just don't want to be at home because they're having family issues or her. Right. And that was us early on in our marriage. That was us early on in the marriage. Yeah, yeah. We can safely say in the last five, eight years, 10 years, that's not really been the case. Nope. It's just that I'm easily distracted by shiny things and things right? that need it's to like be done. Squirrel. Yeah. And that I'm, kind of a thing, right? Where you just, you've, you're task oriented on one hand and people oriented on the next. And then it's just finding that, that balance of, okay, we need, like the whole part of you, yeah. not just, you know, what's left after seven o'clock. Yeah. So, I mean, it was kind of one of those eye opener conversations that I remember having with you where it was like, what we were just way off on different pages and it was what it took to bring us back onto the same mm-hmm. like trajectory. Well, and uh, even you saying it kind of stopped me in my tracks mm-hmm. because I want to be, uh, an honorable father, an honorable husband, an honorable pastor, an honorable friend. And I'm not honoring my wife or my children by giving them the leftovers of my energy or my time. That's right. Because in our case, um, like our work is in the ministry at this point in our life. It wasn't always like that. It's not that. always been like that. Um, but that is your greatest um, work, I guess, or your greatest ministry is your spouse and your children. Yeah. Right. So that's the ministry that you've been given that you'll yeah. have for the longest time. That's Everything right. else just kind of falls away, but your wife and your children for the most part will always be there. Mm-hmm. And so you really have to, but you got to, you got to tend that garden, so to speak. You can't just keep giving the empty parts of yourself and then hopes that's enough to keep the family together. And right? which like it requires work, which was what happened mm-hmm. and what was happening. And it's not just the current, um, job that I'm doing. Mm-mm. It's been other jobs where I've always been committed or I've 
worked 14, 17 hour days because things need to be done when it could have been someone else. But I've, I'm in a responsible yeah. kind of guy and I care about the job that I do. Right. And so you can make all the kinds of excuses, but the truth is as one of the biggest things is you have to make priorities and you have to put God first. We are firm believers, God first. And I also, I struggle with the God first thing because it's, it's easy to put God into a numbered priority right. list. And God then is- to, in us and, and so he is with us and to remove him when it's convenient you yeah. can move god down to the number four position because i need right now my job to be number one right but if god is the center of all you're doing and you're doing even for the glory of god like to do your very best even what i'm preaching about or i have been preaching about is this excellence mm-hmm. doing things for excellence that doesn't mean just your job no and i think to you know, the roundabout way, it doesn't matter what line of work that you're in. There's always going to be a pull for your time. Absolutely. In our case now, uh, it's ministry related. And so before it was, you know, you working out, um, in the business side of things and I was doing whatever other jobs and it, there was always, there's, there can be a tension on your time and your priority. Right. And so, we're talking from a place of working in ministry how, I mean, even 19 years later, we still have to keep our checks and balances for making sure that we're not neglecting. Well, and, and the truth is, is um, I think I'm probably in one of the most blessed positions with the pastor that I have. Oh, yeah. He's fabulous. Because he very much um, looks after all mm-hmm. of his staff to make sure. Yeah. So, and, and because of that, we make sure that he gets his time on holidays and right. he's very much an ultra responsible kind of guy. So sometimes the conversation is like, pastor, it, it, you need to go and have a break as well. That's right. But he's always paying attention. And so I, I've never had that before in a boss who really no. cared about my holidays and, and making sure that I was rested yeah. and, and, and for your family and for my family. Right? Like I'm so grateful. Uh, that's who your boss is, who, right is attentive like that to make sure that, Hey, you know, I noticed that like, I feel when was the last time you had a holiday or whatever, make sure that you go away. Like you just don't, that just doesn't happen. That's not always been the case for bosses I've had in the past. So, so we, the the biggest thing is you got to make those priorities and you have to keep that priority. God, your family, your job. And that includes you pastors that possibly could be listening to this or you, deacons or elders that are out there the church isn't more important than the ministry god's put in your hands right before you and your wife and your children that's right matthew 6 21 says for where your treasure is there your heart will be also and that was one of the things that we we're still like we have not perfected this at all in our relationship it's like a we're still having to make this a priority but um, but that's also, that's a, that's a tough thing where your treasure is mm-hmm. there. Your heart will be also. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is that if you're not prioritizing your family or prioritizing your marriage, that your treasure possibly could be somewhere else. That's right. Um, because I do believe that God doesn't call you and anything that you're doing, uh, whether it's ministry work mm-hmm. or you're a salesman or you're a janitor or yeah. you're a teacher I don't believe at all after being in, in ministry for a while, but yeah. being around the block some now that God calls you to sacrifice and kill yourself for his ministry. No. In, in, and the cost of that is your wife and your children. No. Then that, that, that kind of takes away the purpose of how God designed marriage. Yep. Is he was like, Oh no, it's okay for you to sacrifice your family for my sake. Right. No, that's not his intention at all. So if that's, if that's a dialogue that you've been hearing, 
um, it's time to reassess who that's coming from. Absolutely. Uh, because that is not biblical at all. And, and, and here's the thing is that I've heard say from, I'm coming from a man's point of view. Right. Like, well, I want to be excellent at my job. Right. Okay, and that's I admirable. Get, and I get it. Yeah. I get it. hundred percent get it. But even as, um, um, we were talking about Daniel recently mm-hmm. from the Bible and he was put above everyone else because he had an excellent spirit. Right. And in that excellent spirit, you can be an excellent father. Yes. And you can be an excellent employee. That's right. You can be an excellent husband. Yeah. But that All, comes from a relationship with God. Absolutely. And putting God first in your life mm-hmm. and allowing him to be the center of all that you're doing That's actually right. gives you the strength and the wisdom to be excellent at those other things mm-hmm. and to prioritize those things. That's right. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's so important because, you know, I think we had talked, maybe it was our last podcast, that when the kids are gone... Um, out of the house. Out of the house. And... Like, you mean like, like re- retired and graduate or graduated? Yeah. And they leave the nest and they forge their own paths. I don't... We don't want to look at each other and be like, who are you? Yeah. Right? We want to invest Into, in each other. Yeah. While our kids are young, so that when they leave the house, like we still like each other at the end of this. Yeah. Right? So you have to prioritize your family, your spouse and your kids, yep. if you have any. Um, it's so important. It's so Absolutely. important to stay connected that way. And under the list of priorities, here's something that you need to do. Uh, and it's exceptionally difficult, I can tell you from a pastor's point of view, to leave work at work. Right. Boy, is I think this has been the toughest transition for you in a pastoral role to be able to leave work at work because it kind of follows you home. Yeah. Sometimes you're getting calls at 10 o'clock because there's a tragedy or someone just is like having a really off day and they just need you to pray for them over the phone or, you know, whatever it is. Um, But that doesn't just happen to pastors. Sometimes you're getting friends or family that's calling and is needing you and is always drawing on you. But when it comes to work, you you have to learn how to leave work at work. That's right. Um, And it's a real challenge. Yeah. My phone is off at 8 o'clock. Yeah. My phone's on silent all night. Uh, Because I can be be choosy where I want my attention to be. And there's times where I'm just, after the kids go to bed, I am... I just want to sit in the quiet. I don't want to be talking with anybody. Yeah. So, you know, one of the suggestions is, well, just make sure that you're not stuck to your phone. I mean, if we're connecting mm-hmm. and we're making that time for each other outside of work, mm-hmm. then you can't do that if you're not willing to talk with each other or look each other in the face. Yeah. It's amazing what can happen when you put your phone down. Right. You actually remember what uh, the color of your wife's eyes are, or your right. husband's eyes are. Uh, and one of the things that we just were talking about is turn off your phone. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I've had to learn to prioritize uh, what's an emergency and needs to be dealt with now exactly. or what can be dealt with uh, the tomorrow morning or on Monday. That's right. Right. And that's, that's... You have a saying like that's tomorrow Brian's problem or something like that. Yeah. it's That's tomorrow Brian's problem. Yeah. Uh, because sometimes it's just, you know, I can't fix this at 10 o'clock at night or... It doesn't need to be repaired right now, or that doesn't actually need to be dealt with. Yeah. And this is like anything else. One, I mean, I struggle sometimes with like, like in four days, I have a meeting and I'm 
thinking about this meeting and I'm mm-hmm. thinking about the present, like it's a presentation or yeah. I'm presenting something and so I'm thinking about the presentation and how it's going to look and like that kind of stuff. That kind mm-hmm. of stuff just follows me and I think that's probably a lot of people. Yep. But to take some of that stuff home all the time is a real challenge for me. Like I really struggle not thinking about work and not thinking about the next thing that's going on so much so that my kids are like, dad, just turn it off for a while. Yep. Um, and I've gotten a lot better at it and I still, it's one of those that I'm slowly being sanctified. Right. And, and that's the thing, right? Like none of us have arrived yet. We're all on a journey. We're all struggling to, uh, you know, find a groove that works for the family when it comes to work marriage balance. Yeah. Right. And one, I mean, obviously like you have to work, Mm -hmm. so it can't just be like, well, I'm just spending all my days at home. Um, and then not being productive on that side either. There's got to be, there's got to be a balance and you can have both. Yep. Right. You can work and have a family and make it work and be healthy. Exactly. And it, it can be healthy. And exactly. I think, yeah, absolutely. So, Another thing that we do is we dedicate, um, Sundays generally, I mean, Sundays for you is a work day, but, yep. um, we have a family dinner that, you know, I'd say 95% of the time we're there unless there's some other situation that comes up, but it's so important to just spend that time. See, that's, I I think that even dedicating one day a week to the family, like that's when we spend time with um, my sister and Mm -hmm. my brother-in-law and their kids with our kids. And that day actually is, we hate missing that one. Mm -hmm. Um, 95% of the time we're always there. Um, we hate missing that because I find that that's relaxing. Yeah. It's time with them. I get to have conversations uh, and just unwind and not talk right. about stuff. Well, and, and even so, recently there was like a, you know, there was a, a shift in the balance even with that and um, required a conversation like what well, we, this is a work in progress. Yeah. Right. So just making sure that the things that are priority to you, um, that you're really feeding that. Yeah. Absolutely. Right, like healthy priorities. Yeah. I'm talking about. So, in this instance, making sure that family dinner is a priority. Yeah. Right, and making sure that that happens. And you like Fridays are generally my day off, and so that's the yeah. day that just the five of us, like our family yeah. and our dog, will go up in the side of a mountain and we'll hike for 10k, and yeah. we'll go find a creek or we'll find a, a waterfall or we'll go rock. I don't know. We'll do yeah. something, but that's and the no day one usually bothers us. us that day. Like. Our family knows, yeah, our family knows, uh, that's your day off. And so really being protective of those times with your family, that it's not just, you know, for you of being constantly on your phone or constantly connected. Like it's okay to disconnect for a period of time. Like nothing's going to fall apart. And I feel like sometimes, uh, because I'm a responsible kind of guy that even though I have amazing team, I have amazing worship leaders and I have amazing team media team and sound I got these amazing team members all across the thing I just am a responsible kind of guy and I always want to be involved and know what's happening yeah it's a little bit of like maybe fear of missing out there could be yeah I think that's what that achiever side of you that's what pastor says to me all the time he's like you know there's a there's a fear of missing out for work I could care less there's so many other things I don't care about right missing out on like Mm. really but when it comes to work I hate missing out what's going on yeah you do it's so it's just that's the part of me that just wants to keep going and so I think I think the balance in this is is you having in the front of your mind 
as a priority yep. that you're going to actually pull away and, and work hard on work-life balance. That's right. Um, and make that a priority. It has to be a, like, you have to really choose the work-life balance. And honestly, it is a myth. We've never been able to balance the work-life like we right now we're in a season where one week is super busy in mm-hmm. the evenings and then the other week is just busy uh, less busy th- less busy yeah one week is busy one week is off so we're in this this time right now where that's what, exactly what's going on mm-hmm. the balance and having that scale where it's like it's right in the middle just doesn't exist you yeah. can't do that especially when you have kids you don't know what kind of surprise you're going to get in the middle of the day. Well, someone broke an arm. Well, there goes the other work. Right. I have to yep. go be with my family, right? Not that's begrudgingly, right. doing it joyfully. <laughs> even yeah. Right? And I think that's the other other part. There's a mental game that's played in this too. Yes, you can be present, but you may not be present. Yep, that's exactly right. You can still be there in person, but absent in spirit and absent in like your emotional connection or your mental awareness, right? So... Your kids will be saying things to you or to me or whatever. It's not just you. Um, and half the time we've tuned out because we're focused on something else instead. Yeah. Right. So just, I think being aware of that, 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 that's the trap, um, that you can quickly fall into time and time and time again, because the, the more, like I put, I pursue what I'm passionate about. And if, if I'm passionate about my job or yeah. whatever and I'm pursuing that while my family's like in my dust. That's not at all Yeah. And how it was intended to be, right? No, I agree. Well just as a as a recap, we really thanks for joining us tonight, but it's make a priority. I make a priority list and your yep. family needs to be very high on that list. Absolutely. Leave work at work. Yep. Turn off that phone. And That's right. dedicate, dedicate a week. Yeah, absolutely. A day of the week to each other. Um, and for us, like we need that downtime ourselves and we get refreshed by being in the word. It sounds so cliche. Um, but it's true. We're, we're not going to be able to be the best that God intended us for be to each other if we're not spending that time with him and being refreshed. Yeah. And I know men in particular were task driven and, and this is, this is the thing in the modern world that we live in. Sometimes it's uh, the women that are task driven mm-hmm. and things have changed in, in the workplace and, and you and your spouse, whoever's the breadwinner has to make that work for you guys. Yeah. Um, however that looks, whatever that looks like, prioritize, pull the task list, put it away. That's right. Turn off your phone and just make a day and just spend time with each other building this relationship because this is the, the one thing in your life. That's going to be the most constant ministry that you're ever going to have. The constant thing that needs watering. The constant thing that now that you've planted the garden, you have to water that garden. And tend it. And tend it. Take care of it. Feed it. Do all those things if you want to have a healthy relationship. That's right. Thanks so much for joining us. Wherever you are, drop a like. Let us know. Subscribe. If you have a question or topic that you would love Mm -hmm. for us to talk about, please email us at amplifiedmarriage.com at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram at Amplified Marriage. Thanks so much for your time tonight. Talk to you soon.